All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm so excited that my good friend Teresa V is back with us. And today we are talking about accessing guidance and how to get it clearly, specifically with the angels, right? Um, that's who usually we, we talk with. So some of what we're going to talk with on this call with Teresa includes communication with our guides and angels, how communication with spirit is evolving and why this is important, uh, identifying the messages that are truly from your guides versus your own desires or your ego, your own mind, getting out of your own way and following the guidance and the important things we can do to increase access to our guidance and, of course, whatever else we are inspired to talk about because there's always so much that comes up. And for those of you who don't know Teresa, she is one of our favorite guest speakers. She's been on our show many, many times. You all love her. We love her. She's an international speaker, a spiritual teacher, a mentor, a priestess, a master of the healing arts, and an angelic channel. She works with people who feel that they should have attended Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters before being sent out into the world, helping them to find the strength in their sensitivities and guiding them in the use of their superpowers. Teresa is a visionary, a love warrior, a fierce stand for peace, who is widely regarded as a presence of unconditional love. In her uniquely effective way, she has been helping people expedite their healing and ascension for over 15 years, calling us into our authenticity and full integrity. She empowers sensitives to stand in the power of who we really are so that we can feel more alive, on purpose, and fulfilled. So please join me in welcoming Teresa back to the show. Teresa, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here. We always have so much fun when we get together and there's so much that comes through on these calls when you're here. Um, we are going to be taking live caller questions. And so, of course, a lot of stuff comes up during the question period as well, right? So if you do want to ask uh, Teresa a question and you're in the Zoom room with us, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. All right. So, um, Teresa, this is now November. <laughs> We're almost at the end of the year. It's like, I like, I don't even know where this year went, 2022. But there's still, you know, so much is still happening. And one of the things that I know for me, that's really important, especially now, because, you know, for myself, personally, the future is in a flux at the moment. So, you know, accessing our guidance, um, from the higher powers, right, from our angels, from our guides, is so important because, you know, if I just focus on my mind and my thoughts, I'm not going to get all the clear answers that I need, right? <laughs> we don't, right? right? <laughs> like, I don't know. He's like, and then, and then you just go around in circles and you get confused and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then you're like, I'm not doing anything. So <laughs> sometimes it helps to get that guidance from our guides and angels, our ascended masters, our team. But some of us may not know how to do that even. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the beauty of this time is that we really are required to get that internal guidance, that guidance from our divine team, because they've been telling us, the angels have been telling us for a very long time that we're entering into this heart and soul centered paradigm where there's really, I mean, you can see it in the way we lived 30 years ago versus now. There's no real long-term plan. Things are changing constantly. And so our guidance exists in the moment and what is shown to us will dictate 
our next steps. You know, it'll show us, okay, these are the next steps to take. What are you comfortable with? How can you execute this plan? You know, or if this doesn't feel comfortable, maybe we can come up with something that is comfortable, but we need to be able to access that guidance moment to moment in order to successfully move into and through this new paradigm energy. And we hear right here, are on the forefront of this because of all of the work we've been doing consistently over time. We are more able to access that guidance in this time that that really the veils are thin to non-existent. So that's the beauty of, of now. And right now, right in this moment, we are in this powerful energy of this full moon eclipse that just happened as well. So setting the intention now to release anything that's been holding us back, whether it's fear or not knowing or insecurity or unworthiness or doubt, like whatever that is, this is the time for us to let that go so that we can fully embrace who we truly are and our birthright of communication with our guidance. Absolutely. And, you know, and part of that has to do, of course, with, you know, trusting the guidance that we do get, right? So if we're if we are getting accurate guidance or from our guides and our team, not from our own minds, and then trusting that, right? And at the same time, then taking action on it. So there's three pieces to this, right? There's accessing and then trusting and then implementation. And I think a lot of people get stuck on the trusting part and then they don't go any further. Yeah, I think that's the big part. I think most of the population actually has access to the guidance. And, you know, we all call it by different names. Some of us say intuition, some of us say Holy Spirit, some of us say conscience, like whatever the vocabulary is for you is fine. Um, So we have access to that for the most part. But then what happens is the trusting of that. So when I really started diving into this, my first way, you know, it was interesting because I thought it was one way, but I was recently just writing about this and realized my first way into my guidance was my gut, that gut feeling that the one thing, you know, I grew up in a very religious home. And the one thing my mom always told me was trust your gut, trust your gut, right? So that was my access into my intuition. So I never for one minute doubted my gut. And the only time things went wrong was when I didn't listen to my gut feeling, right? And I I just overrode that because I wasn't sure. I was like, Mm -hmm. well, I feel this very strongly, but it makes no sense. And I've come to realize that true guidance very often does not make any sense because that's how we know that, you know, that's part of how we know that it's not from us, that it's from our guides, because it's not something we would choose. But in terms of the trusting, what the angels always say is that we need to build our muscles. And this is play, right? This is very often we'll be given little things, little ways of of following guidance before we can trust the bigger ones. So, you know, we need to be able to follow the guidance that says, go to the grocery store today. Mm-hmm. You know, that it just feels, it feels like we should go to the grocery store today, or we hear go to the grocery store today, right? And then we do that and we meet somebody who really needed help, or we meet somebody that is giving us our next step or whatever the situation is. So those experiences build our intuitive muscles. Like we're, we're able to say, oh, okay. And I totally recommend keeping a journal of these experiences so that you can go back when your mind tries to convince you that this isn't true. You can go back and see these things. But 
when we do those littler things, those smaller things, like, oh, text Jackie, and then you text Jackie, and Jackie texts you back and says, oh, I was having a really rough day. How did you know? You know, we can trust the bigger things that are like, tell Marion that she's going to develop this illness if she doesn't change her life, right? That's not something that you just wake up one day and you're like, oh yeah, let me do that. (laughs) It's something that you have to build up to. You have to start to trust so that you can go deeper and deeper into your guidance and, and know that what you're sharing is not harmful. What you're sharing is from a place of love and from a good place. And even when you're sharing from a place of love and from a good place, it, again, it's always from a place of compassion and caring, not from creating fear, right, for, uh, for anybody. Um, and I just wanted to go back a little bit when you said that you were raised to trust your gut, right? I was trained <laughs> to, to only do what I was told, right? That's how I was trained growing up. I was not trained to even think on my own or for myself or trust anything that's coming through, right? So it it was, you know, when I started to trust myself, trust my knowing, trust the information that I was getting, at first it was like scary. It's like, I don't know, is this really, you know, something good for me? So then I had to kind of build that trust muscle uh, within my heart to say, okay, well, when something feels good and then I take action on it, it's turned out to be magical, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's that, you know, trusting that gut, the heart, you know, the, the inner knowing. And when I only use my mind to do stuff, you know what, the results haven't always been what I want. So that's how I, you know, came to start to recognize my own, how I receive information and guidance is from my heart and from my knowing and from, you know, clairsentience, etc. But it took me, you know, like I didn't start choosing for myself until I was like 42 right. you know before that I was like I did everything that everybody else wanted right so then when yeah. I started choosing for myself it was a, a bit of a journey you know so if you guys if all of you have not yet it's okay start now right and so again it's always about like you said start off with the small things first before you do like what's my life purpose <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. what am I supposed to be doing right Start off with little things. And I think we've talked about this before, but it's so important to try starting off with simple things that you can, you know, actually verify right away. Um, And also like, you know, like, yes, about the uh, people always talk about directions, go this way, go that way, call this person and that person. But it's also about talking to your body too, because we we receive a lot of guidance from our body as well. And you just, you know, finish that wonderful program. So, you know, even more about how important it is to connect with the body. Yeah. The the one funny thing, like as you're sharing is there is within this compartmentalization, right? So, so, you know, when, when I was a little kid, the trust your gut message was trust your gut. And generally that was given to me in relation to other people. Like if someone gives you, you know, when I was little, little, it was the uh oh feeling that they called it. Like if someone gives you that feeling, then get away, go ask for help or, just go in the other direction, right? So I was always taught to trust my gut with other people, but in decision-making for myself, that was a whole other story. That was one of the, you do what you're told kind Mm -hmm. of situations. And then if the decision-making didn't make logical sense, then we're still going to question it. If it had to do with finance, then we're still (laughs) going to mercilessly question you, you know? And like, I remember being in college and I was working at a bar and I loved it. The people were amazing. It was so much fun. One day I woke up and I received the guidance 
you need to quit that job. And I was like, oh, but just a little longer. And the guidance kept coming for a few weeks. You need to quit. You need to quit. So finally, I went to my boss and I said, you know, I'm giving you my two weeks. And he said, well, what are you moving on to? And I said, I don't know. Like, I don't know. All I need, all I know is that I need to quit. And he's like, well, why don't you stay until? And I said, no. Like, I, ch- I literally in that moment checked in. I was like, can I stay? And it was like, uh uh-uh. uh, okay, no, I'm sorry. I can't do that. And the amazing thing is, like, Two days after I quit, I went, I was walking past the internship office in my college and I saw a job posting for a well-paid internship at Sesame Street, which was like, oh my God, Muppets, you know, Mm -hmm. like the best thing ever. And, and I went to that interview, I got the job and every job I ever got, like after that was connected to that first job. And so like, had I not trusted that my life would be very different or would have been very different. You know, I might still have ended up here, but the route would have been different. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time and I loved every minute of it. So this is why, you know, when it doesn't make any sense, it makes sense. And, And the compartmentalization of how we're like, okay, well, I can trust it here, but not here, you know, so we really need to understand energy is energy, guidance is guidance. And when we can trust it, we can trust it everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, and that's the thing, start trusting the guidance that you're receiving from your higher self or your guides, etc. you know, and know, and it's like, how can, I mean, I know for myself, when it's guidance for me from my guides, and when it's just my mind, because <laughs> you know, it's like, when it's just my mind, it's like, just the same thought, same thought, same thought, but when it's from my guides, or my higher self, etc. It's more of an expansive feeling for me. So I'm a feeler. So I, I receive I receive a feeling with with the information. But how can people tune in to their guidance and know that it is from their guides and not just their mind? So there's so many places to go before we like even get there. But well, when you are receiving your guidance, like exactly like you said, it's it's almost like an obsessive thought when it's yours, or it's a thought if it's not from your guides or your higher self, or it's, it's a a thought that comes with some uneasiness. It's a a thought that doesn't feel good. Okay. The other piece is when it is your guidance, it will come, it tends to come more like the ebb and flow of the ocean. Like the guidance will come and then it will go back out and then it will come back. You know, so the angels always say, you're never going to miss your guidance. You're not going to miss an opportunity because it will always come back to you if it's truly yours. So you don't have to freak out if, oh my gosh, it was there and I missed it. You know, so that's one of the ways. The other way is that it will always feel good or peaceful. Now, that doesn't mean it won't make you a little uncomfortable you know, it, it might push you out of your comfort zone. Let's say it that way. You might be asked to do something that you have no idea how you're going to get it done or get to that point. But underneath that feeling of uneasiness or wonder or whatever the situation is, there's a feeling of peace. It feels true to you. It feels expansive. Like you said, you know, it's like, okay, well, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I know that just feels right. And so that's the thing. And and not pressuring ourselves in that process, you know, if, if it's like, okay, someday, 
you're going to be a medium seeing a whole bunch of people, right? And you're like, okay, well, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow so that I can be a medium the next day. If you haven't done any work in that direction, that may not be the best idea, but it might. You have to really tune into your guidance and and then start building the plan. The steps will come once you know, oh, all right, so I'm I'm open to that. How does that look? What's next? What's the first step? And And then it will come. And so that's the big you know, the big one, it will always feel like it's coming, no matter how you receive guidance, it will always feel like it's coming from a trusted friend, a wise mentor, you know, someone that feels good and trustworthy to you. If it doesn't feel that way, it is not guidance. It's Mm -hmm. either obsessive thinking, or you're catching somebody else's thought form or something or fear, you know, and just let it go, tell it it needs to go away. And, you know, the universal law states that it has to go at that point. Yeah, good point. Wow. And of course, you know, taking one step at a time, like we never are going to know the whole path beforehand. Like if I were like, you know, when I first started doing the telesummit, you know, I did not know anything, you know, and how to do a telesummit. I had to learn everything and one step by step, season by season, etc. right? With all the changes along the way. I didn't know, but it was like, all right, the guide said, let's, let's do this. Like, okay. You know, and I kept getting signs. And so I kept following it, but I, I, was, I followed it step by step. I had no idea. Right. But I trusted because I kept getting, it was such a strong feeling. Right. So I trusted and I kept taking a step and you know, here I am now, <laughs> even now, yeah. you know, we're still going strong and it, it's still wonderful. And, you know, it's like, okay. And then I always ask, okay, what's next? You know, cause yeah. I, I'm always like wanting to expand and grow and do other stuff. It's like, okay, what's next? What else would be fun for me? And so part of, you know, asking questions from your guides, it's like, okay, what else would light me up? What else would, would, you know, uh, for me, it's like mm-hmm. get my juices flowing. Right get my energy flowing because I, I get very I get bored very quickly right so I need to get the juices flowing right so it's like what else would be fun what else can we do now you know it's like right. so um that's the step-by-step piece so I'll do one step and then I'll ask okay what now right mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. keep me um interested in you know I don't know what that is but just excited about life right, right. and so when I ask the guides questions like that it's not just one question it's like I'm asking more and more questions right how does this make me feel, right? What does this look like? How if I'm a feeler. So what does this feel like, right? And so if I, if I ever get something like, oh, you're stupid, you're crazy. Why would you want to do that? Well, that's obviously not my guides. <laughs> that's, right. just, that's just my own mind, you know? So it's like, all right, that's not it. But it's more of like, like again, that joyful light feeling, you know, that feels good. You know, it's like that, what I'm getting the image of is like fresh baked cookies. Fresh baked mm-hmm. chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a nice feeling, right? And so that's the, that's the feeling that you want to have when you are connecting with your guides and having that trust feeling, right? Feeling that trust, feeling like home, feeling like you're cared for and supported. That's the feeling you want to get, right? Absolutely. And it's amazing when we start to trust that, like when we're building that muscle, how much, like the angels always say, Every hair on your head is accounted for. Every need that you have is provided for before you even know that it's a need. Like we are so there for you, you know, and, and it continues to amaze me, like on this journey, the new ways that they choose to show this. Like, so just this week, it was amazing because 
So my cousin died of COVID last year. We were like really close as children. I know we've talked about that. Um, and, you know, throughout the past year, her husband has been executing her wishes. And her last wish that needed to be taken care of was that um, her ashes were to be brought to Maui and put in the water. And I was at my acupuncture appointment the other day, like as he was doing this saying, I wish that I were there to do ceremony. I wish there were a way I could do ceremony because she didn't have any ceremony. And, and I said to her, and I said to my guides, please show me how I can do this without physically being there. Cause I just couldn't be there right now. Mm-hmm. So literally the next day, my assistant says to me, Oh, by the way, next week when I'm on vacation, I'm going to Maui. <laughs> I was like, what? what? So <laughs> So she says, yeah, that's where I'm going. And she's going right to the place where this happened. And I said to my guides, how, how, how is this connected? And they showed me a hibiscus flower, Mm -hmm. right? And, and my cousin loved flowers. So I said to her, there'll be a wildflower. You'll know it when you see it. Just say a prayer from me and put the flower on the water, please. And this morning I had an email she found an hibiscus flower on the beach. Beautiful. It was just laying in the sand. And she put it in the water. And it was exactly what I had seen. And I was like, so they are so eager also when we start to trust the intuitive hits we're getting to, to meet us, right? So it's yeah. not just us going to meet them. It's them coming to meet us. And they're always coming to meet us. But just that little bit of willingness, that little bit of trust makes that communication so much clearer, so much brighter, so much more two-sided that it's, and it's really fun. You know what I mean? It's just really fun to know how much support you have and continuously be shown that. And and you're right. It's a two-way relationship. It's a communication and relation re- relationship. And so I mean, Clara says that story gives me goosebumps. Me too. I had chills all over when, when Teresa was talking about it, Clara. Me too. Absolutely. And I um, left out the last part. She sent me a, a, a photo right after, you know, she did this. She was like walking on the beach and she turned around and there was a beautiful rainbow that came right to the oh. water. And I was like, you know, I, yeah. it's just, it was so obvious. I'm like, okay, you got it. So yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. So sweet. Um, yeah, so it's like, I, I, again, it's it's about having that communication with your guides, with your angels on a regular basis, not just mm-hmm. when you're in extreme difficulty and distress and pain, you know, yes, they'll be there then too. But what, what you know, what about every day? How can they support us every day? Because they're, they're right. there and they're willing and they're able and they're just waiting to support us, right? On a regular everyday basis. Every but day. we're the ones that wait until it's like something big and huge. And it's like, Okay, now I have to ask, you know, and at that point, we're coming from that desperation and that need and that energy is not, of course, the highest vibration, right? Yeah, they're still happy to help us in that in that situation. But it becomes harder for us when we are in that vibration to receive what's being given, because there's um, they always show me the visual of a hose. Right. And when we are in a desperation, in a desperate need type of situation, they show me the hose and they show how, you know, how you bend a hose and you hold Mm -hmm. it together to stop the flow. They're always saying you're kinking the hose. You're holding too tight. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And that's one of the ways that we get in our way and then we don't receive. So the guidance is always coming, you know, but we're the we're the ones that's putting the break on it, you know, putting the kink in it. And so we're not able to receive it as fully as we possibly could. 
right? Yeah. I, I always say we're always receiving, but in actuality, like it's always coming to us, but we're not always able and willing to receive it fully because of the, our emotional state or vibration that we're in at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Or just willingness. Sometimes we're just stubborn. You know, we want to do it ourselves. I have no yes. idea where this glare is coming from. I'm trying to like get rid of oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's sunshine where you are. That's all I know. <laughs> I know, but not for long. <laughs> um, and so, so we talked a little bit about vibration, right? So in, yeah. when we're speaking to our guides, when we're working with our guides, it's really important to raise our vibration first before we ask for whatever it is that we want, right? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, yes, or yes, and... Sometimes it's just not possible. Sometimes we are in a place where we're just really low and we're feeling, you know, we're feeling depressed or sad, or there's a situation going on in our lives that's, that's causing us to feel a certain way, right? That doesn't mean we can't ask. That doesn't mean we can't ask for help. We can always ask for help. And see, that's a big mistake that I see people making sometimes is I don't want to burden other people, or I don't want to burden my angels because my vibration is so low. Well, that's exactly what's going to help you pick your vibration up, telling someone else what you're experiencing, telling someone else you need them, you need support, telling your angels. Sometimes, sometimes I just say to my angels, when I'm in that place, I'm like, I need you. I I just need you. I don't even know what I need. I just need you here. And that's, you know, that's the openness that they need to come in and then they wrap their wings around you and they love you up until you actually feel like you're in a different space. And then you can ask for, you know, you might have a better idea of what you even need at that point in time. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And, you know, and that's the thing. I'm guilty of the, I can do it by myself. I don't need anybody. You know, I don't, I don't want to bother them. (laughs) We're all like that to a degree. Yeah, I'm very guilty of that. So I know. Um, but you know, I've gotten better. So I've I've been willing to receive more support and etc. All right. So do you? It's like uh, I'm a recovering terminally unique person. Yes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So do you want to take some questions? Because maybe we can take sure. some questions and then we can you know chat a little bit more. Sorry about, about this situation, but I'm too bright for my own good right now. <laughs> it's beautiful. I love it. I mean, I love sunshine. So, you know, it's like, I have no, I have no problem with it, but it might, you know, it's, and I don't think it's on your eyes, so it's not too bad either. So don't worry. It's all good. Um, Tanya and okay. Uh, caveat for everybody, please ask a, sp- a specific question that's going to be helpful for you. Okay. And then helpful, helpful for everybody. So go ahead. I can't hear you. We can't hear you. I know you're unmuted, but we can't hear you. Nope. Okay, you fix it and come back, okay? We're going to go to Manisha, but we'll, we'll come back to you. Okay, Manisha, you want to unmute? Yes, I'm unmuted. Hello, Lara. Hi, Teresa. Um, can you hear me? Yep, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Teresa, I wanted to check with you if there are any messages for me from my divine team or the angels. please. Something specific, though. What about? Yeah, so, yeah something I'm thinking of uh, taking on board is like a coaching career, please. Nice. OK, so um, so there's so much that I 
when you asked the question, I started seeing you as like this person who gets flooded with love energy, you know, love and um, compassion, but also sovereignty and strength. And, and so it's almost like all of the aspects of the divine feminine. And that really is a beautiful thing to bring to a coaching practice. So what it feels, it feels very in line with your true nature to, to do something like coaching, if that's calling to you. And the angels always ask when we're thinking about what's next, right? We'll always say, okay, what's next? How can I serve? They will always say in response, what would bring you joy? And so seeing how this plays to your strengths as, as the person you were created to be, would this bring you joy? And if so, like, is there a specific population you would like to serve or a specific way it would bring you joy? So really playing into that, you know, and I don't know how it feels good to you, but sometimes what I love to do is just take some post-it notes and, and start exploring, like writing down things and, and sticking them, you know, and then rearranging them so that I figure out what it is I'm trying to create or what it is that would bring me joy. And, and as I see them together, I start to compartmentalize and I'm like, okay, maybe these don't fit here and these go over here. So, you know, just play with it and explore it, but it feels really in line with who you are. A lot of people could really use the energy that you would bring to this right now. And, and it feels very supported by universe if you want to go in this direction, but just make sure you bring your own joy into the creation of it wonderful um I don't know if I can ask something else in relation to this coaching it was an online course that I was looking at today do you think that would be something I could take on I feel you looking at a couple of different things and um they're just showing me my experience, which is why I'm laughing. And then it feels like the right one. It's like you feel that it's the right one. So if this one is that one, then then yes. If it's not, then the right one will come along. I just remember when I studied coaching, I thought about it. And then all of a sudden, all of these emails started coming in. And it was like, well, which is the right one? And then only one school kept emailing me. And then I met with them and I was like, okay, this is the one. So so really, it, it's about you feeling that it's the right experience. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alara. You're welcome. Thank you, Manisha. All right, we're going to go to Jennifer. Jennifer, you want to unmute yourself? Oh, thank you for taking my my call. So, uh, Teresa, I've been, you know, I've, she's been kind of following me. And um, I just, you know, I, I'm in a weird situation. And, I mean, I have been listening to, you know, I've been, you know, I've always been doubting Thomas. Yet I'm always I'm sort of always in the angel zone, but um, I've been in such a traumatic space. Yet recently, a friend of mine said, "Well, look, just come to France. You can stay as long as you want. You don't have to pay any rent." And then, you know, I'm going, "Oh, that sounds good," but I can't leave my animals. And then the next time she talked to, "Well, take your dog," you know, and. And so now I'm in this, I mean, it's, it's a huge, like, how do I set this up? Um, so what's the question? So the question is, I guess, how do I know, you know, like I'm, I'm thinking, you know, one day I'm like, yeah, the, the dog and the cat are great. You know, 
but then I worry about, you know, coming back, you know, so I get kind of ahead of myself and I guess I, you know, I, I'm always doubting, you know, I don't trust myself. So yet it feels right. Everything fell into place. You know, I got a miles ticket, you know, a friend, sell manage everything from over here. If you need anything with the house, blah, you know, yeah, right, let's see. Let's see what Teresa has to say. Okay. Sorry. So, it, I mean, literally, it feels like everything's fallen into place for you. Like exactly like you said, everything is there. Where it feels like you're getting tri- tripped up is is when you start to use words like worry. Like I worry about coming back. Well, that's not even what you've been asking for. You're asking for, well, how can I get space from this situation to get a better perspective? You know, what's next for me? So maybe that part doesn't even, you know, when you get there, we're in a moment to moment paradigm. Maybe that works itself out too, you know? So worry is just prayer for exactly what we don't want, right? That's what happens when, when we worry, we, put all this energy in this like machine wash cycle that just keeps going towards manifesting what we don't want. So what it feels like is just continue to follow the guidance. The path feels like it was laid for you and just know that that's the next right thing will show up, but it can only show up when we follow, you know, like if you buy furniture from Ikea, for example, you can't go to step six and start building from there. You have to do steps one through five in order to go to step six. And what you want is the finished product. Like you want to know what the finished product looks like standing in your room without actually building it. So does that make sense to you? Yeah, I'm just doing, I mean, I am taking the steps and and I'm kind of going blind. And, you know, even though my lists are kind of scattered, it, I know that it's all going to you know, I'm just following the steps and I, I am being guided, but then I go into these, these places where, oh my God, my dog's going to chew up her furniture. She's going to hate, me. I'm going to have to go out and rent another place. And I don't have, you know, it goes that way. Mm-hmm. But, but so maybe I can correct myself by maybe talking to the angels or just taking a deep breath or, uh, you know, I don't know. Cool. One of, of the that. most powerful tools that I've ever seen work is when we go into that place of worry to actually go to the worst case scenario, right? Your dog chews her furniture. What's the worst case scenario? And then go through that worst case scenario. Well, okay, so I'll have to buy a replacement piece or I'll have to find a place where I can go with the dog, right? So so just play that out. And, and so that the question marks don't stay there when we actually know what the worst case is and we've taken the time to just look at it, then it holds no power over us because we already kind of are like, okay, so what, right? It becomes a, so what rather than, oh my gosh, what if? So, so I recommend if you're finding yourself in that cycle, definitely talk with the angels, include them in the conversation and then say, all right, I'm going into the worst case scenario here. And then you'll see what you thought was worst case and what you're freaking out about isn't that bad because you could handle whatever happened. Does that make sense? Yes. Perfect. So if, but you know, sometimes I don't know if I'm talking to them, I'm not like you where you have, it seems like you have a direct connection, but maybe is journaling better for me or just feeling, okay, that's right. That's, that's for you to kind of play with, you know, um, I feel like a lot of times you just, know and you just get it so play with journaling if that feels exciting to you you know play play with all of the things 
and find out like that's what I did I wasn't just you know born knowing how to do this necessarily it was always there but playing into what worked for me was the big thing because then we lean more into our natural way of doing things and and we don't have to waste time on the other ways does that make sense yeah so when you trust your gut how do you know how do you know it's your gut because it feels right or it is there just like free it's a like no brainer it's either a yum or a yuck exactly so what you're saying is you know oh this feels so aligned it's all just fallen into place it feels right you literally said it feels right and then yeah. you moved into all the reasons why oh my gosh i shouldn't do it cuz like that's the human part freaking out the ego wanting to keep you safe because it doesn't know what to expect once you take those steps right and that's right. the ego loving you just trying to keep you safe so so it's not necessarily a bad thing but then you say to the ego well my intuition is telling me this is right. And I, I trust it. I trust my guides. They've always led me to the right place. We're going to do this and we're going to do it together. Let's go, <laughs> you know, and then you, you do the thing. So that's how, you know, because it feels right. Great. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you, Jennifer. Awesome. Thank you, Jennifer. And just stay out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> Easier said than done. I know. Exactly. Now it's in my eyes. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, oh my god, it really did move fast. It's like it's like a <laughs> a reverse raccoon situation. Yes, that's great. It's pretty soon it's going to be in your forehead, third eye. No, yeah, yeah, it'll be gone in a minute, and then the sun will be down in like within an hour. Um. All right. So we're going to go to. Uh, there was a question in the chat. Oh, where did it go? Good from Clara. Uh, I was wondering if I can receive any guidance, advice about my current job. Do I stay or do I go? Ooh, that's a lot of pressure to put on me. <laughs> um, so it feels like when, when I feel into it, it feels, I feel tension in you um, in terms of this current job situation. And it feels like something else would be better. Now, something else can mean, is there a way you can change the scenario in your current job so that it feels better for you when you're there so that you feel better in the situation? Or does this require actually changing companies, changing positions so that you're in a place that's more resonant for you? So it's really about checking in with yourself, with your own intuition. And this is part of what they've been talking about in this new paradigm is sovereignty, autonomy, right? Really coming to the self as the self master, meeting with the self and the guides so that you can make these decisions. And you'll see how everyone's asking questions and they're helping, but they're also guiding us back to ourselves constantly like you know the answer and so it's it's sort of playing into can I make this situation different for myself can I change my outlook can I change anything about it if I can't change enough to make it great then what will be better for me and get clear on what would be better get clear on how you want to feel and then go out and find it Sounds good. How does that resonate with you, Clara? <clears throat> Makes total sense where I resonate and I'm feeling conflict within myself because I'm not resonating in my environment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's super common. Um, there years ago, I was working in a place where I loved the work I was doing. The environment wasn't good for me and my stomach, like I literally couldn't digest anything while I was at work. 
right? And and I kept getting the guidance, gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go. And of course, guess who didn't listen? Like my gut was literally not digesting things and I didn't go. And then the universe stepped in and gave me the universal kick in the behind and I was out. So, so that sort of is, this is your way of saying, okay, it's the environment, time to find something else and know that you can find the thing that will bring you joy as long as you're clear on how you want to feel in that situation. Awesome. Good. Thank you. Um, Tanya uh, wrote in the chat. She said, I received an offer of help with the house from the man I hardly know. (laughs) Should I accept it or stay where I am? I'm not very good at accepting help. (laughs) I don't even understand the question, but maybe Teresa will understand. So, okay. Um, it's so funny because I kept, I kept hearing my mom again, you know, how I referred to before about the uh-oh feeling. Like yeah. I literally just heard the angel say, check in with the uh-oh feeling. Like, do you, how do you feel about this person? You don't know, right? Yeah. How, how does the situation make you feel? Is, is there even one cell in your body that is a not sure or a no to this situation? Because if so, your body is telling you, you know, if it's not 100% full body yes to this, then the body is telling you no, right? So that's another good way. We're tuning forks at the end of the day. We're human tuning forks. And we're either vibrating 100%, every cell in our body is saying yes to a situation, or there's one or two cells saying no, even, we don't do it. So it feels like this is a really important time for you to kind of not be afraid to say yes or no based on how you're feeling. Um, if this person is a complete stranger and you're entering into some sort of agreement, it might be good to actually meet them first um, in a safe way, by the way, <laughs> you know, in a place where you are safe and protected. Maybe there are other people with you. Not to say this person is not trustworthy, but as human beings, we just need to make sure that we are taken care of in the midst of everything we're doing, you know, and as sensitives, we often like forget that we need to be taken care of also in the midst of everything going on. So, so that just feels important. Um, And, and, you know, it feels like this is for you to kind of practice into what's next for you. It's, it's almost like they could tell you yes or no, but they want you to develop this skill for yourself because it feels like this is going to be part of what's coming up for you as you move forward. Does that make sense? How does that, yeah. How does that resonate, to, um, Tanya? Uh, how does it feel? Number one, we were going with the feeling. How does it feel in your body, right? So how does it feel? Um, so let us know, okay? All right, we're going to go to Sarah. In the meantime, Sarah, I'm going to unmute yourself. Yes, thank you. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm well. I'm very excited about these changes going on with the eclipse and 11.11 and everything right now because I've been waiting for things to shift for a bit. So here's my question. I um, call in my angels. (laughs) Calling the angels, they're all of ours, not just mine. Um, every morning, and wait in a second. Great, thanks. Um, so I talk to the angels every morning. I call in the specific, well, I, I don't call them in so much as thank them for their help, 
in revealing to me today what I need to know and removing from me that which is not mine. And I ask for their support. And I try to do more thanking than asking because it just feels better energetically because I know that, that I hope that's all right, that I'm making myself open to what it is that they can do or tell me. Um, but I don't really feel them or hear them. And I call in, um, you know, divine masters and... I've lost so many close friends in the last six months, um, but I don't feel like I hear or get messages or feel it. So I'm asking for some insight or some help. Nice. Okay. So I see um, the first thing, thanking is always good, right? The angels love when you thank them and appreciate them just like anyone else would. They don't need it to do the work they do, but they do enjoy it. So, so thank away. And um, the other piece around asking, the thing about angels is they can't interfere in our lives because we have free will choice. So if we want their help, we need to ask for it. So that's important. They're always there ready and willing to help. But unless we are about to exit this planet at a time that is not our time to exit, they can't do anything. So, so that's really important for us to remember as well. So the asking is really important. Um, There are a couple of things that I see. I see Archangel Mikael with you very strong at this point in your life. Um, I also always see for you the trees and I see Mikael and the trees as guides there. And I almost feel like when you are with the trees or when you're among the trees, your guidance just comes. Like it's, it's almost like you just understand what to do. So it's, I'm seeing hearing like, but hearing that you hear the rustle of the leaves or the wind coming through the branches or something like that. And it's almost like you can interpret that in terms of hearing. Um, other, Otherwise, I'm feeling also you might feel like feathers on your skin or heat or cold or something. It feels like feeling might be a way for you also now. So I would start playing into like attuning to each of my senses individually when I ask for things to figure out, okay, which sense is tingling now? Like which of my spidey senses is tingling and and sort of see if there's one that's a little bit predominant. but always going to the trees, going to the plants is, is a good thing. It just feels like, it just feels like you almost just absorb what's true for you and what's necessary when you do that. Does that make sense? It may be true about the just absorbing because I hug a lot of redwoods and actually planted a baby redwood in my backyard a few months ago. Um, And I do ask to feel one with them, to feel grounded if they have any thing for me and I may be absorbing it but I'm not really feeling it any other way but I will continue to do that I'm hoping with this eclipse and the stuff I'm excited about doing and moving forward in my own counseling and healing work is um, not is going to be something that I'm not only excited about but that you know the website I'm supposed to be doing with Elizabeth Wood will finally get put up and Otherwise, it's like, this is a great idea. Why aren't I moving? This is a great idea. Why aren't you doing anything about it? So I don't know whether it's fear or just, you know, I'm old and at retirement age and don't want to do anything else. Um, I love your saying worry is 
like praying for something you don't want. Man, I am really going to use that. That's brilliant. Thank you. Awesome. Just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, just don't do it. I, I personally am not a worrier, and my kids live in Israel, and everybody says, aren't you worried? And it's like, no, that would draw something negative toward them. I just see them enjoy. Awesome. Thanks, Alara. Thanks, Teresa. Thank you, Sarah. All right. We're going to go to um, Angela. What can we do regarding the increase in astral attacks currently going? Currently going. Do they have anything to say? And do they have anything to say regarding the Ebola outbreak? Um, okay, so I'm just tuning into what they want to say. Okay, so there, there are a few things going on right now. There's a lot, the light quotient increased so much, you know, in the last, since we've been doing this work pretty much, you know, and, um, and what's happened is that because the light increased and we were moving in the direction of the light, all of the fear and resistance, all of the things we had never looked at came up to the surface, right? They came up to resist the forward momentum to the light. Again, because this is humanity's natural response to moving into something we don't understand, we don't know. We are, um, the ego seeks to keep us safe right and what we knew before kept us safe even if it was horrible if it was war but we lived through it like we know that we navigated it we lived through it something else we don't know so what we're seeing now is a lot of frenetic energy coming up fear a lot of um anger you know and those things are manifesting and attracting things to us, like we've been talking about, right? So when we are projecting the energy of fear, when we are having that energy, just because fear doesn't just go like in one direction, fear is everywhere, right? So now it's like shooting out from us, attracting all of these things to earth, attracting all of these things, we're resonating with all the people who have the same fear, those things are coming. So this is important to understand, because then what they're showing us is when we hear things like this, not to get ourselves into that spin cycle, onto the hamster wheel of, oh my gosh, what's happening? What's happening? And focusing our energy there. Yes, knowing what's going on is super important because we might be part of the solution. It's important to know what's going on. But once we do what we can, we need to detach from it and trust that no matter what, all is in divine order. Not that we're being punished, not that things are negative and they're happening to to get us back for something. All is in divine order. And if we are to do something, the next step will show itself to us. So it's almost like see it, understand what's going on and let it go from your everyday consciousness, you know, where it comes in when it needs to and go, oh, okay, I'm following this. I'm checking it out. What can I do? Can I do anything? And if the answer is yes, then you take the steps. If the answer is no, then you have to let it go because there's much more to the eye here that's going on than just what we're perceiving. I hope that makes sense. And I hope it doesn't sound insensitive, but it's like kind of the meta idea of why all of these things are happening now. Resistance, fear, um, you know, also the earth, the earth need to survive is, is playing into this as well. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so Angela, let us know how that resonates. If that helps, I'm sure it does. 
okay, we're gonna go to Rebecca. Rebecca, you wanna unmute yourself? Yeah. Yeah, okay. thank you. <clears throat> okay, sorry, making a sandwich and my fingers are all goopy. Um, so my question is, I'm in the state of huge transition. Um, domestic violence situation, left, been living with friends, and now I'm like in a temporary place. And I'm working on my life's purpose in my career. I'm a healer. And on Monday, I had this like rock bottom. And then I realized that um, I want to do like this webinar that is akin to workshops I used to do years ago. And I feel like that's divinely guided. And I'm just wondering if I'm on track. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't know what's going on with me. Um, yeah, I guess, is there anything else that I'm not seeing or hearing from my guides that I need to know? And is this webinar idea, is that coming from them? And is that the right direction to take at this time? Hmm. The, your angels just keep saying, she already knows. She already knows the answer to this. Like, you know, so the thing that feels important to, to talk to you about, you know, because you already know about the webinar and you know how great your work is, you know, this, the thing that's important, first of all, good for you. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. I know how much strength all that you just did took and how much healing it takes and, and all of it. So I just want to reflect back to you how strong you are and what a beautiful example you are to all of the people, you know, to all of us, first of all, because we all have situations that we need to change in our lives, but also all of the people who feel that they can't get out of a situation. So, so just reflecting that back to you, you're such a power of example. Um, the second thing that feels really important is as as healers, as teachers, we are here to help people heal and to teach the things that we ourselves are to heal and and work through. Right. So isn't that amazing how that always works? So that feels important. And to um, to kind of know, I feel like this webinar and these workshops that you're already familiar with, these are the entry point to do them in a new way. And then it feels like the next things start to unfold because you said yes to this. This is something you're familiar with. It's something that you know the value of. So this is a way to get your foot in the door of like, this is the new manifestation of your purpose. This is who you are now, right? Like, I just, I see you just showing up and you're like, oh, this is who I am now, right? And, and the darkest times in our lives happen right before the lightest times. And that's what's happening in the energy of the planet also. So you're working through this for yourself, but you're also working through this for the collective, right? We are in a very dark time. We've been in a very dark time and we are moving into the age of light. Once again, this has happened. If you look back over cycles in the earth, this always happens, right? So, so this is, you hit your bottom and as much as that's terrible, good for you, because what's next is, is the light. And it's not always a steady climb to the light. Be sure you're asking for help when you need it before, be sure you're telling people that you're not okay if you're not okay. And it's okay to not be okay, right? Because the people you're going to help, 
want to know that you've not been okay so that they cannot be okay. And they know that you've been there and they know that you've had your feet standing where they are. So does all of this make sense to you? It makes so much sense. Um, my big breakdown was on Monday because interestingly enough, talking about darkness, this extended stay hotel I'm in was just has a horrible cockroach infestation and it was just horrifying. And, um, they're slowly addressing addressing it now, but it's been since Friday, and it it was a blessing because I hit such rock bottom. I was like, "What in God's name has happened to me?" You know, like how did I let myself get so far down that I'm living in this cockroach infested hotel? And um, and then I just went, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't allow myself to live this way anymore. And um, in the midst of all this upheaval, I've been trying to create this program to serve others, to, to bring my healing work to larger numbers. And I'm like, this is kind of hard because I feel like my life's a mess right now. It doesn't mean that I don't have things to offer, but... <clears throat> So anyway, I feel like I turned a corner and talking with you and what you're reflecting to me is so incredibly helpful. I want to celebrate. I want everybody to celebrate right now what we just heard you say. You said, I can't live like this anymore, right? That is your declaration to universe that you are ready for the next step. You are ready to, to move forward, right? I can't. And, and how many times have you said that? And you've done it. And and so guess what? Your angels are swooping in with what's right for you. The other thing I want to reflect to you is whenever in my life, whenever animals show up in weird ways and in huge numbers, it's a sign, right? I work very much with animal totems. And as you were talking, I saw the cockroach is a symbol of resiliency, right? No matter what you do, no matter what happens to this planet, the cockroach will survive. Okay. And that was universe also speaking to you, first of all, to get you to the point where you're like, I can't do this anymore. And second of all, to say, guess what? No matter what life hands you, you are going to survive and you are going to thrive. And because that's what you keep showing and that's what you're here to teach. And so this is an amazing turning point. I am so happy that we're here with you. I'm so happy that you're sharing this in the energy of today, in this eclipse energy. So so just know that it's all shifting, it's all changing, and that you are not alone. We are all here. Please reach out to us and let us know if you need support, because those bottom times can be like not so fun. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I thought of a, a of a blog post or a chapter in my book, and it's called "The Cockroach, the Cockroach That Changed My Life." Yes, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, and I figured that that he and I had some sort of karmic thing going on. <laughs> that's beautiful. <'Cause, laughs> oh my god, this was amazing! Thank you, thank you so both. much. Love to you and the, and the whole community. Thank you for the kind thank message. You. Yeah. Thank you, Rebecca. And just know that you're you're always supported. You're never alone, right? No. You've got this. Yeah, you've got this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Whew. 
Um, all right. That was powerful. Wow. And just, yeah, I'm just so amazed. Ah, um, all right. So I just, I just feel like I just need to take a breath after, after that. It's like we all, you know, sometimes there are moments when, you know, we, we've all hit rock bottom, you know, Rebecca's not the only one. We've all hit rock bottom. We know what that's like. We know what it's like to be at our wits end or it's like just not even know what to do, where to go, what the next step is, nothing, right? We know that. We've been there. Um, so it's so wonderful that you're still taking action. You're still moving forward. You're still asking for support, right? You're still here with us and you're still talking to your guides, you know, and the angels. So that that's that's wonderful. Keep going, keep going, okay? All right, so uh, Teresa, do you want to take a moment and talk about your the package that we have for everyone today? Sure. And then, then if we have time, we'll, we'll come back and take some more questions. Wonderful, wonderful questions that people are asking. Um, give me one second. So, oops, oops, oops. so today, the package for Teresa is available at laura.at forward slash show forward slash Teresa 11. I'm going to share the link in the chat. I'm also going to share my screen. I love it. Okay. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it. So we have, uh, go ahead. Do you want me to? Okay. So this package includes the amplifying your light meditation package, which is three meditations specifically designed to help you to kind of shift into the energy of what's next, like what we've been talking about, like we're all feeling this shift in purpose, this shift in the way we show up, the shift in the world. So we can use all of these meditations as often as we feel called. And the beautiful thing is that it changes every time we use it because we're different. So the first is the life purpose with Archangel Uriel meditation. The second is releasing the toxins of the past. And this is also through the angels. And then the third is an ancient technique called the empty bowl meditation. And in this meditation, I'll walk you through the process of how to do it and then let you do it on your own. And it's like a really beautiful experience and it's super powerful. So we're, we're merging the energies of the ancient and the modern to weave the tapestry of what's next to account for our history as we build our future. And that's really a beautiful thing. Um, item number two is the two-part series, Embracing Your Energy Flow and True Potential. And I am super excited about this series because we're really going to be talking about clearing yourself to get your guidance clearly, to follow your intuition, because the number one question I get is how can I more clearly hear my guidance? How can I follow my intuition? So we're going to explore ourselves and understand more deeply our connection to nature, our part in the world, how we are interconnected to everything here so that we can start shifting and changing small things in our lives, seeing things through a different lens so that we can be more clearer as physical, mental, and emotional vessels, because that's the part we talked about earlier that makes it more easy for us to receive our intuition. And there's so many disturbances in the field right now that having ourselves be as clear as possible is really key. So we'll be able to like 
I want to hand you the tools so that you can do this moving forward. You'll be able to recognize imbalances in your system earlier and you'll know simple ways, highly effective ways to reclaim that balance when you start to notice it going out of balance. Um, You'll have tools to increase your energy and your vibrancy and your health. You'll understand the keys to harmony and enlightenment that you've been overlooking. And it's, it's awesome. You're going to change subtle aspects of your inner experience and enhance your relationships, whether they're romantic, whether they're friendships, whether they're There are relationships that don't even exist yet, but ones you want to call in and you'll change your relationship to yourself, to your guides, to the world. So these two sessions will be recorded. There will also, at the end of the two sessions, you'll get the recordings and you'll get the handouts as well. So you'll have some concrete information as you move forward. And then item three is angel transformation hour. One of my favorite things that I get to do, and this is where we will get together for one hour. The angels will channel messages for us as a group, as well as for us universally. And then they will answer your questions, your personal questions. And it doesn't matter how big, how small, how personal, how universal, they'll answer everything that will give you more of a space of peace. So really that's their goal is to make you have as much peace as possible in every moment so that you can be the pure channel of light that you're here to be. And so that's the package that we're offering. And I am so excited about it because it's exactly what we need right now. <laughs> and, and I'm so grateful that, that this is what we're doing here. Um, and, you know, everyone's questions are leading me back to this is the exact right combination of things for this time. It's so awesome. Beautiful. Thank you, Teresa. And yes, it's, uh, it's going to be an awesome, there's the meditations, there's the live sessions, there's the, the, the live What's, what, what was it called the, with the angels, the messages? I mean, that's, that's a lot of guidance for you to receive so that you can start to have your own relationship with the guides, with the angels. And again, this package of Teresa's is available for $97 and there's a payment plan available. And of course, you can use the gift code TACS10 to receive a special discount from me. And this is available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Teresa 11. And I have to say, you know, we working with your team, working with your guys, working with your angels, you know, like Teresa said, it's so required right now. And at the same time, it's so important to have our field be clear of the disturbances because there's a lot of disturbances in the field. So, you know, clearing our field of those disturbances so that you can have that clear connection with your guides and angels. It's so, so important. So thank you for that, Teresa. Again, uh, available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Teresa 11. All right. You want to just take a, a few more quick questions? Sure. If you have time. <laughs> like, sure. Why not? Um, Caroline, Caroline, Caroline. Hi, my beautifuls. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Teresa. Hi. Hi, beautiful. I'm doing amazing. Just a little tired right now because I just went on a trip to Quebec because my mom had a stroke. So I don't oh. know if you can chime in on my mom, but a couple nights ago, I got up from the couch and all of a sudden I hear a song that is between her and I. And I think, oh, hi, mom, you know, and I sent her some energy in that. And the next day I got a call that she had a stroke. 
So I just came back now. She received a lot of healing from me. Archangel Michael was there and many masters and, and so forth. And it was over an hour that, that I, I, an hour and a half that hands-on healing for her. So is she on her way out? Because my stepfather has been coming in a lot in her dreams and, or will she have to live with this for much longer? If we, if we can chime into her, it would be wonderful. Thank you. So um, these are beautiful questions. The first thing I will say is that I see Archangel Raphael with her now. It's like you mm-hmm. left Raphael there <laughs> to like monitor her and take care of her. So just okay. so you know, like the validation that you did leave the angels there, they are with her. Um, okay. The thing is, so without her permission, I, I, I won't read someone without their permission. But what mm-hmm. I do see is the angels are saying that this is her choice, like whether or not she stays or goes is her choice at the soul level. Like, is she ready to go? Does she feel like she has things to do here still? And it feels like she hasn't quite come to a decision on that yet. Like she's, it's almost like she's waiting to see how bad is it really, you know? Um, So it feels like that. It also feels like your stepfather has been offering her support. So he's been coming in to support her through this also, because for whatever reason, this was something that needed to happen in her experience. And at the soul level, she knew that. And, and so she, she, you know, she was open to receiving help. So what's beautiful is it feels like she's really able now to kind of walk between the worlds a little bit. Like she's more into the stuff you're into because she can access it. So I feel like as much as this is a time of recovery for her, it's also a time where she's playing a lot and she's kind of seeing where, where do I feel like I belong right now? You know? And so no matter what happens, it feels like it's going to be beautiful. It feels like it's going to be um, a wonderful experience for her and that she just wants to make sure that all her loose ends are tied up, you know, in, in all the ways. So that may be two weeks from now, that may be 10 years from now, like who knows, you know, um, but she's not ready to make that decision at this point in time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, so Thank Caroline, you, my, my prayers are with you. I, obviously, I know what a stroke is like, so mm-hmm. I'll be thinking of you and your mother. Yeah. If you need any help and support from me, just email me, okay? I will. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, one more thing. Um, I, I wanted to, the lady who has a cockroach as a, as an angel. What's her name? Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Rebecca. Yeah, I would like to buy her the package. Okay. Oh my god! So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This looks so beautiful. Oh my god! All right. Whoa. We'll be in touch. Yeah. So do you want me to just purchase it and then you can send it to her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good. And don't, don't forget to use the gift code TACS10. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I still have about five hours before I get home. So it'll yeah. be when I get home. Okay. Yeah. Just email okay, me. Be- we'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. All awesome. right. So much love, Rebecca. Just, oh, you're such a powerful, powerful light. So don't remember that. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Caroline. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so wow, such a beautiful community we have. Um, there's a question from Linda in the chat. She says, When we work with our guides and angels, is it better to just be open to who comes forth or to call in certain ones? 
I feel so much downloading within me, but have no clarity as to what it is or where it's coming from. I feel excited, but end up losing my enthusiasm due to not knowing where to put this. Do the angels have any suggestions as to how I might best utilize this knowledge and also how I might stay enthusiastic in moving forward? Two steps forth with this. Thank you so much. This is a great question because this speaks to our comfort level and it speaks to building those muscles as well. So, you know, when we don't know where the guidance is coming from, it's it's a lot harder for us to trust it sometimes. It just makes sense, right? Because there are religions even that have a formless God and then there are religions that use form and it's, you know, what what are you more comfortable with? So what it feels like for you is the knowing would be important, especially when you're growing to trust. And so are there deities, are there angels, are there guides, masters that you're comfortable with? And I would start calling on them. Like for you, I really feel Archangel Mikhail would be a very accessible one if you're comfortable with him. Um, I feel like he's always around you anyway. So you're very familiar with his energy, even if you don't know that you are. Um, so, so I feel like he would be a good one for you to start with and, and or anyone that you resonate with and call on them specifically and see how that goes for you, right? See the quality of the messages, feel the differences in the energy, like call on them one at a time, maybe in one meditation, it's one, another meditation, it's another, so that you grow to know how their energy feels to you or how you experience it, because just like people, they're all different, you know, so then you'll notice when they're around, all of a sudden you'll see a certain color light or you feel a certain way or, and you'll know who's around. You'll know where the message is coming from. So this requires a certain willingness to play. And we don't know how to start playing sometimes, you know, like, okay, well, what do I do? So that feels like a good first step. And then it feels like eventually over time, you may just be open to whoever comes through because you begin to understand that the way you set yourself up is I only want to communicate with guidance of the highest light. And you'll know that whoever comes in is of the highest light. But for all of us, we need to recognize that universal law states that when we set a boundary, the universe needs to respect it. So if we only want to communicate with guidance of the highest light, all we have to do is say, I only want to communicate with guidance of the highest light, period, end of story, hands on hips, stomp foot, done, right? Like that's the way it works. So, so then you can always trust what's coming through. And if still something doesn't feel right to you, maybe it's not the right guide for you or the situation. And, but I would definitely for you start calling on one or two guides that you feel comfortable with getting to know them and then working outward from there. Let us know if that feels good to you or if it resonates. Awesome. Thank you. And um, a lot of people always say, well, I don't know who my guides are. Right. So, you know, when I first started on this path I didn't know I didn't even know there was such a thing as guides I didn't even know there was such a thing as angels I didn't even know there was such a thing as um galactic families okay when I first started so the first time I had heard about Archangel Michael for example was when I was getting my Reiki one attunement you know so that was a long time ago um but that was the first time before that it, it was not part of my wheelhouse right but then you know then I started inviting him into my field into my meditations into my energy and started that started that communication with him right started that relationship with him and then you know archangel Raphael, archangel uriel archangel you know uh metatron etc right but it was 
you know, I just invited them in and felt how it felt for me, right? And started asking or just having them be present. So even if you don't know, you know, who they are, there are certain ones that you can always call, like any of the ascended masters, you can call whoever you're resonating with. If you're resonating with Lakshmi, call on Lakshmi. If you're resonating with Ganesh, call on Ganesh. Me, it's Shivji, right? So I call on Shiva, right? So it's like whoever you resonate with, call on them. Kuan Yin, you know, but just call them in and then start that relationship. They don't, you know, and they will become your guides if they're not already. How does that sound, Teresa? Yeah, that's perfect. Archangel Michael also is a good one to start with. Like you said, he's one of the first ones that showed up for you because he's also the protector. So sometimes when we're easing into communicating in this way, we want extra protection. So feeling that energy of protective force around us or knowing that it's there makes us able to relax more. And that relaxation, right, again, unkinks the hose. Like when all our muscles are knotted and we're sitting there like, I'm going to communicate now, right? And our shoulders are up here. Like it doesn't work. So we need Mm -hmm. to be able to relax, be fluid and let the communication flow through. So let us know if that makes sense for you and if it feels comfortable. And I just invite you to play with it and play with it in a way that feels good to you. Yeah, absolutely. And before I forget, Rebecca, please email me after the after the show with, you know, the proper email address and everything. Okay. Um, Okay, Ayoana, you want to unmute yourself? Yes, thank you so much, Alara. Thank you, Teresa. I have a short question, but it's powerful for me. Any practical advice that I can receive from the highest team for quieting my mind or for getting out of my mind or stop being controlled by my mind? Everything around my mind. Thank you. (laughs) Beautiful. I I love this question because you're not the only person. We all have this thing going on with the mind. Um, So for you, what I'm seeing is, is to remember the compassion, right? We have to think of our mind as like a two-year-old child. The two-year-old child will always push their boundaries. They need to explore the world and figure out what they have control of and what they don't. So when we try to quiet the mind, either in contemplation, maybe meditation, maybe even like yoga practice, whatever it is for you, when you're trying to quiet the mind, the mind freaks out because it's so used to being in control. It's so used to being loud and running all over the place that it rebels. So what I always recommend when that's a particular issue for a particular person is to start with one minute one minute meditation where you just give your mind something to focus on, whether it's your breath or whether you're repeating a word like amen, om, whatever it it is for you, or you're just listening to music. And then don't worry about, I have to clear my mind. I have to get rid of the thoughts because that's again, putting pressure on yourself. So what you want to be able to do is just take your breath. And if any thoughts come in, Just acknowledge them and then breathe them out, right? That's all you have to do for one minute, okay? And then eventually, if you do this at the same time every day for one minute, you'll say, I made it through that minute, right? And then you move up to two minutes or whatever feels good to you. Maybe it's five minutes and you do the same thing. And in this way, your mind starts to understand, oh, I can go take a nap. It's okay. And I can come back in a little while. She'll come get me. And it's okay to be quiet. 
So that's kind of what we have to remember is the compassion for ourselves. Because a lot of times we get really angry when our mind continuously wants to do what it was built to do, to think, to figure things out. Um, and, and then we just set more expectation and, and really block the communication and the relaxation even more. Is that making sense? Yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah, I, I gave up fighting the mind. That's right. Because there is a lost cause. No way. You can do oh. it. Okay. Sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, sure. You can talk, 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 talk. But can I have some breaks? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And tell, and tell your mind that. Say, okay, I need a break now. You know? And give it a job. You know, give it give it something to do. If you're like, okay, mind, just, just say, um, just say, um, you know, just say, I'm in. And, and your mind's like, okay, um, 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 right. It's doing something and it yes. can't do anything else. It's focused. So the idea of what we want to do is not get rid of it, not quiet it totally, but we want to focus the mind and that's all you need to do. Mm. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good, beautiful. Thank you, Iwana. Great question. All right, one more question. We're going to go to Susie because Susie's never able to join us from Australia. So, Susie, you want to unmute yourself? Hi, folks. Thank you. Can you hear me? We can. Yes. How are you? <laughs> Good. Thank you, Lara and Teresa, and all of you. So grateful to you and your willingness to step forward to us all. It's fantastic. Um, I just want to check in. I've got, I've had quite a lot of psychic attack and, um, and so much so that I just get this tremendous vanquish sort of chronic fatigue from it. And someone was sharing, oh, you've probably got eons of war karma. <laughs> and I thought to myself, Oh gee, that sounds so true, and um, and and I'm just wondering how to clear that and how to be, you know, release that from all my past previous existences, on all levels, and also bring in greater levels of protection too. <laughs> I seem to pick up too quickly and then be vanquished for many weeks afterwards. So, um, any clarity on that for the highest good? Okay, for that healing. So so on clearing eons of karma, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is what we're talking about. Uh, what I'm hearing for you is willingness. Like we are so used to how in the past, everything like healing had to take a long time and you had to work hard at it. And the truth is that healing can happen in one moment if everything is aligned and we are in full allowance. And so for you, what I see is you're supported by teams of angels, teams of guides, by your soul, by your higher self. All you need to do to start is to be willing to let this just release, right? To let it go, to let situations unravel themselves because I also feel in your soul there was like it feels like you're a person who harps on what you've done wrong so like if you do the slightest thing wrong you like run it over and over and over in your mind does that make sense to you yeah I'm not aware of it consciously but certainly probably is a, a back office addiction <laughs> I I think that it's like what what I'm seeing here is that this is like a quality that's come through lifetimes with you. 
And what I feel is you've taken all of this guilt and all of this um, stuff that's come with all of those things that have happened in lifetimes past, and you expected the karmic repercussions to be really steep, right? And, And what it feels like is this, the willingness to be willing to let that go, to let it, to let it play out with as much ease and grace as possible, because the part of you is believing I deserve punishment. I deserve like, but you, you don't, you're at the soul level. You've done so much of the work and they're, they're asking for you to be willing also to be willing to be released like for miraculous release from the thoughts or the cravings or any of that, that have run so much of your experience. So it just feels, and I just keep hearing willingness. And, you know, a lot of times you'll hear surrender also. So that word doesn't feel as good to some people. So just understanding how held you are, how supported you are, and how your willingness can change the whole process. And also being able to share exactly where you are with other people and be honest about it. Is any of this resonating for you? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I guess I'm, I'm tripped up by the fact of how do you just surrender and that willingness? I mean, it's one thing to know it mentally and another thing to actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. So who, however you see the universe, higher power, angels, like whatever it is for you, just be willing every day to say, I put myself, I put my life, I put my experience in your hands. Please show me what to do. And just do that as many times as you need to throughout the day. And you can use whatever vocabulary works for you if this even feels resonant to you. But a lot of times when we're really trying to work through stuff, this is a good first step to surrender. I put myself in your hands. Show me what to do. And then when you're shown the steps, when you're asked to do the next thing, seeing how it feels to you and if it needs to be modified or if you're ready to do it and then taking the actions. Does that make sense? Yeah, thank you so much. That's lovely. And I was just checking to see how how do I effectively protect myself? Do I use the Archangel Michael or is there specific angels that really help me out on that level to stop me picking up all this psychic stuff? I feel Archangel Michael around you very strongly. Um, I feel Archangel Michael has cleared you many a times. I feel also like Archangel Michael... Um, has picked you up out of situations as well, like gotten you out of pretty sticky situations. So he's a good one to call and then ask him to bring the rest of the protection that's necessary for you. But always do that from a place of empowerment and not from a place of fear, right? I want protection because I deserve it. And I want to be able to function in the world to the best of my ability and not because, oh my gosh, so many energies, I can't, you know what I mean? So there's a difference between how you're asking for that. So really ask for it from a place of of empowerment as opposed to fear. That's fabulous. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. that. Thanks. God bless you you both. Thank you, Susie. Great question. Thank you. That was so helpful for everybody as well. So thank you for that. All right. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. So again, um, what a great 
Great call, great questions, great information and wisdom from Teresa and the angels for, for all of us. Uh, and um, if you'd like to work with Teresa more, you can always check out the package that's available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Teresa 11. Um, so Teresa, any other last words of wisdom that the angels have for us? I, th- I, I feel like they've given us already so much, but is there anything else? It's super interesting because the one thing that they're talking about is something that we addressed with each other before the call started, how the work is shifting and how we're being asked to shift the way we show up. And it may be a subtle shift or it may be a pretty big shift, but to allow those shifts to happen, it doesn't have to be instantaneous, but it can be. And it also doesn't have to be something that you don't feel comfortable with, but they really want us to understand that the new energy is going to require that we live differently, that we, you know, in some way shift and change and we can support each other through that. They can support us through that and that we should just play into it and let our heart and our joy lead because that's what this next time is all about. And we are the leaders of that. When we do it, we show the world how to do it so that they can do it too. Beautiful and absolutely true. And so we we are the light warriors. We are the light keepers. We are the way showers. And, you know, it's, it, you know, we are not alone. So in our mission work that we're all doing, we're not alone. We're always supported by our guides and our angels, our entire team. And so, you know, call on them, ask them to help you, ask them to support you, ask them to show you and um, know, always know that you're supported in whatever it is that you are wanting to do from your heart. If you're really feeling it, you're being supported to do that. So please don't go into fear. Don't go into your mind's old habits, old ways of thinking. Take some, take us one step, you know, and ask the guides and angels to show you what is my next step. You know, and then trust, trust what you get, trust the feeling in your body, trust the feeling in your gut, trust the feeling in your heart um, and to see what magic shows up for you. Right. To see and, you know, start if you haven't already started talking to your angels or communicating with your angels. OK, start, start simply it's like, hello, angels, you know, please join me in my day today. You know, just be be with me, be around me. And help me to do something. I don't know what, because I'm not very good at asking for help from my angels, right? But I ask them to come in so I know how they feel, right? So when I'm being supported and I call them in, into my meditation, I know how they all feel. And so if you have to start with that and then slowly start building on that relationship, you start talking to them, start, you know, having them be like your friends and supporters and co workers and co creators in your life here and now. They're always there but you have to ask for their help. You have to ask for their support. You have to ask for them to, you know, do stuff with you, co-create with you. Um, I just love it when you come, Teresa, because we always, you know, there's always so much information, so much wisdom, but it's not just that. It's like your authenticity, your integrity, your level of caring that you have for everyone is just so, so, so beautiful. So I just, I just love you. And, um, I'm so honored that you, you that you you know are here with us and supporting us as well. And um, you're such a bright light in the world. And you know, I'm so I'm so glad that you're here with us doing the work. So thank you. And you're such See. a wonderful channel because the angels just love talking to you. I love that. Mm, thank you so much. I so love being here, and I love being with you. So thank you, Alara. 
And thank you everybody for all your questions. I think we got most of them. We might've missed a few, but thank you so much for all your questions, your comments, your feedback, your support and love. You know, this, this, is, this community is so helpful and that's what I love about it, that um, we're all here to support each other. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Right, so until next time, everyone, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Bye, everyone. Thank you.